0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.
1: Back to KSL News Radio. This is Live Mike. I'm your host, Lee Lonsberry. This is episode three. Uh, After the second day and the first day, uh, they let me come back. And that's a humbling thing. I'm honored I get this little chance to play radio talk show host. We'll see if I can pull it off. Uh, Listen, this segment is going to be an interesting one. Uh, And we're going to part from our earlier topic of the the situation of individuals from American Samoa. Uh, There's a lot we're still going to follow on that story. But right now we're going to take a break and we're going to speak to Dr. Vale Wright. Uh, Dr. Wright is the director of research at the American psychological association and has recently had her hands on a, a report a new report that looks at stress in america uh, the reason this caught my attention is i was uh, i think it was one of those clickbait sites uh, they caught my eye. Uh, I, I succumbed. And it was a, a headline that read, 8 uh, in 10 Americans say that politics are the biggest source of stress in life. And it got me thinking. I, You know my background is in Washington, D.C. I, until very recently, was a, a congressional aide working for Congressman Rob Bishop of Utah's 1st District. And what that means is I'm, I'm working in the, the Capitol building. I'm working uh, all around the places where these political events take place. And I'm seeing these individuals. Uh, come and go. I'm seeing them bicker with one another, and I'm seeing how the media reports on all of that. I'm seeing that cable news covers it wall to wall. I'm seeing uh, when I pick up the national and local newspapers, that uh, the headlines are uh, constantly there reminding me that things are broken, that the swamp is disgusting, that there is a division in America, that we are broken, and that things are terrible, and the future is bleak. And uh, I'll tell you what. It can induce a little bit of anxiety. Now, is that anxiety real? Is that a, a real thing that I may uh, need to safeguard myself against? Or is it just par for the course and I ought to toughen up? We brought on an expert uh, to, to help me understand uh, whether or not this is something I should actually uh, be thinking about. Dr. Wright, uh, thank you for joining us. How are you? I'm good. Thanks Thanks for having me. So uh, tell me, is, is should I be concerned? Or is this a real thing, this issue fatigue? Is that real? So we...
2: People in our Stress in America survey, which is a nationwide survey, asking Americans, you know, kind of what stresses them out and what they do about it. And we are hearing people report that it's a lot of these national news sort of events that are causing stress. The number one most prevalent source of stress cited was actually mass shootings. Um, And when we asked people about the political election, we had about 56 percent of U.S. adults said that the 2020 election was causing them stress. And that's at least a year out from now. So, yeah, people are really stressed about what's going on in the world. Um, and I think you're right. It's um, partly the news coverage and the inability to get away from all the headlines that's causing the stress.
1: Well, what's the experience of the cross-section? So who, who is it uh, uh, that is feeling this anxiety and how is it that, uh, that they're becoming exposed to all of this division?
2: So when you look at something like mass shootings or some of the concerns around discrimination, um, what you see is that um, people of color often report higher levels of stress. Um, when you look at the election, probably not surprisingly, when you Look at it by political party. Democrats are reporting higher levels of stress compared to Republicans. Um, But really, when you ask people across the board, um, what is part of causing the stress? It's that trying to stay connected all the time, the trying to they know that being aware of the news is is good. But Being
1: aware also drives the stress levels. So 56, 56 percent of individuals responding to your uh, survey or participating in your study said that the upcoming 2020 presidential elections is causing uh, significant stress. How is that stress manifesting itself?
2: So we see stress manifest itself in a couple of different ways. Often it's really physical. Most people start to feel things like muscle tension, um, insomnia. We have people reporting that they have trouble sleeping, um, that they have stomach problems. Um, and then you also see things like emotional responses, being irritable, feeling kind of sad or anxious. These are the ways that stress often manifests itself.
1: Now, the, the, the remaining, what, 44%, uh, how are they able to combat this stress or the the, the presence of this stressor?
2: So it's not that the other 44% said that they weren't stressed at all about the election. They just didn't report it as a significant source of stress. So you probably have people that are in the middle that, you know, are maybe irritated irritated by it, but maybe they don't feel like it affects them on a day-to-day basis. And then you probably have a group of people that just maybe don't care or don't pay attention at all. Um, And so they are skating by. But I think, you know, at the end of the day, it is our job to be aware of what's going on in the world. I think it's just about how do we gather that information, and then how do we engage in good coping skills so that we don't get so overwhelmed.
1: When I was in elementary school at recess and the gym teacher, uh, Connie Bartolotti, uh, would would give me advice when I complained to her that uh, so-and-so was picking on me or calling me names, she said, hey, uh, why don't you just ignore them uh, and don't pay attention. Is it as simple as that? Can we just ignore what's going on in Washington or in the political sphere and, uh, and pay attention to something else?
2: Uh, I think probably some people can ignore it. But when we think about some of the issues that are at stake, whether it's healthcare care or education, these are things that affect pretty much everybody. So I, I think having some awareness of what's going on, um, but that also means sticking to the issues. It's the issues, I think, that matter to people, not the politics or the politicians. So if you can stick to the issues be following that and what's important to you, maybe giving back in ways that are consistent with your values, then I think that is a really great way of coping with the current climate that we find ourselves living in.
1: I find myself, uh, I'm very cautious uh, not to be insensitive. I think it's my nature to be a little insensitive. And uh, if someone came to me uh, with an earnest face telling me that they were stressed out because of what they saw on TV, uh, specifically politics, I don't want to make light of any of these other serious stressors, but uh, but let's say that, that all of Trump's tweets uh, were stressing someone out. I may say, all right, listen, why don't you calm down and go for a jog or uh, have a meal or get a massage or something. Uh, but this... It may be more serious than that. Folks can 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 go down a path leading to some some real injury. Is that accurate?
2: Well, I think for some people. Um, whether it's the tweets or whether it's other language, does have an impact on them. It has an impact maybe on how they view their lives and what's important to them, or it might um, unfortunately inspire others to engage in rhetoric that is hurtful and harmful. So I think for certain groups that are being targeted by some of this language, it probably is a very big deal. But I think you're right at the same time, even when we are maybe the group that's under the stress, we still have to find ways to manage it, whether that's going for a jog or taking a bath or talking to somebody in our social circle those are all really great ways to deal with the stress, um, even if it's not something that you know we personally understand because that's not our experience.
1: Well, I'm grateful to you. What, uh, what, anything else uh, you'd recommend? What does the uh, American Psychological Association recommend beyond the beyond those uh, pieces of advice uh, to combat this type of stuff?
2: Yeah. So I think one of the things is to identify the things that cause you stress. We can't avoid all things. We can't avoid what's happening in our political climate. But for most of us, we don't need the breaking news. So if you know that the news is causing you stress, um, give yourself some permission to just get the facts and then leave it alone. Stress, when we don't treat it, has significant serious consequences. It can lead to things like cardiovascular disease and high blood pressure. But the point is we can manage it. We can do active things to control our stress, and that's really our message at the end of the day is to think of the things that you can do to help you manage your stress.
1: All right. Well, I'll give it a shot uh, myself personally. I, uh, I work here in the newsroom, and I've got a big old serious case of fear missing out. uh, If if something happens in the news and I don't catch it, I feel like I've dropped the ball. Maybe I'm a special case, but I'm going to take your advice. I'm going to go for a jog, take a bath. I'm just going to calm down and make sure this doesn't get too intense. Uh, Dr. Wright, I'm grateful to you for joining us today. I'm grateful to you for talking to us about this issue of political anxiety or anxiety uh, at large across America and the things we can do to combat it. Uh, I, I wish you the best and as things develop, uh, as we get closer to this election, if if uh, your findings happen to change, I'd love to reconnect with you.
2: Absolutely. I'd love to be back on the
1: show. Thank you so much. Uh, we've been speaking to Dr. Vale Wright. She is the Director of Research at the American Psychological Association. We looked at the situation of uh, of anxiety uh, coming through uh, the political world or the media world, and uh, and just uh, items in general across America. We uh, next are going to have an interesting conversation. I received a text message about an hour ago from former Attorney General Mark Shurtleff. He uh, has been involved in a lawsuit. Uh, against Sim Gill, uh, where he claimed uh, civil rights uh, were violated. His, in fact. And uh, uh, there's been a conclusion to that lawsuit. He's going to come share uh, with it. I've got the documents here in front of me. That's next uh, here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.
0: Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport.
1: She was tear gassed and beaten.